All right, y'all, what is going on? It is your man, Gerard Kenneth. Thank you yet again for checking out my podcast, The Supposed to Be Different Podcast. This is episode eight, Kings Need Boundaries 2. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be really short. It's going to be really, really brief. Uh, I'm not going to do a lot. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit of a of a post I put on my Supposed to Be Different podcast. If you have yet to follow my Instagram, um, it is, let's get to it, it's called, well, there's supposed to be different podcasts, but it is, uh, my at thingy is, uh, at thingy, but my at is S2BD podcast, which means supposed to be different podcasts, all right? So, in any case, let's go ahead and go to my, um, my post, I'm gonna read it. It says, my fellow kings, please understand that you, let's try this again. My fellow kings, please understand that even you must create boundaries. And so I go into this whole spiel, and I'm actually going to read this verbatim. Um, some of it is partly uh, a conversation between a big sister and mine in the faith. And um, she actually, she's married, and uh, she's had, she has a lot of experience, and she really looks at me like a little brother. So I appreciate her, and I love her so much for just basically being a big sibling to me. I don't have any older siblings. I'm the oldest of my family. So this is things I really needed um, growing up. So in any case, this is what uh, I'm going to go ahead and read what uh, I posted. And then um, I might go into a little bit of a tangent. And then I'm going to play a couple of uh, sound clips from Pastor Jamal Bryant prior to him uh, leaving Baltimore and moving to Atlanta. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be this is going to be a really interesting uh, podcast for the most part. But this is more so geared to my men because a lot of sisters are really wanting and desiring men to be these type of men that they want them to be. And it's like, okay, now when we now when we actually step up, don't try to play a part in getting us to fall. If you want us to be a certain type of man. So let me go ahead and read this. A big sister in the faith told me that I will have my work cut out for me in the realm of being tempted from by what I am literally fleeing from. Why? Because I will have to create and maintain my boundaries in glorifying God, but to also avoid missing out on a blessing of my future wife. Fellas, temptation hits differently when you're not in the driver's seat, when you're not the one tempting. In fact, you're the pedestrian avoiding getting hit by a car because someone isn't letting Jesus take the wheel. Think about that. You know yourself well enough to know that if you let your flesh have its way, then you fall into the all men are the same t- uh, statistic. Trying to get you, trying to see if you, wow, trying to see if you're about that life. This applies not only to single men, but married brothers as well. There are some sisters that clearly see you as a good husband and father, but instead of letting God be God, Shorty would rather be Mrs. Still Your Man or Miss Still Your Man. So in reference to that, there's a song that um, I wrote back in 2014, and it's entitled Fire, I'm Mary Girl. And it's with uh, my brother in the faith, uh, Gino Gardner. Uh, oh, Gino Gardner. Uh, I think he's a pastor now, so I guess I, I should call him Pastor Gino. Checking kid out, kid out And she's all the cash we pay the bill for No, I can't get it and beat on my chest like Donna Man, Donna Man. 
But it's a price for that, try to understand I do my best to avoid that Love my wife, I'm all for that Put your body language, call it for me, honey Wait, ain't we up in church, though? So why you poke it out, out on the lurk for? Oh, you slick Now I came from my flesh, it's hard to say no Okay, welcome back. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that song. It's kind of old, you know what I'm saying? The quality is eh, but it's a really dope song. And I, I wrote that from my heart because I sing, uh, it was for myself because in reference to my previous uh, episode that I uh, shared when it says episode seven, I need my wife. It's pretty much why I wrote that song because I wrote it from a scenario of like, what if I get tempted and I'm married? I already get tempted and I'm not married. Matter of fact, when I was married and gave my life back to Christ, I was getting tempted. Like, I swear, like, I'm married, 
And my ex-wife was just wilding out. And single women be like, where's your wife? And I'm like, she doesn't live here. Well, why da 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 Oh, well, you're such a good man. So what's up with me? Like, that happened a lot. And I was, like, just fighting it. And praise God, I didn't actually, like, fall into sin, being saved in the sense of adultery and cheating on my, my ex-wife while I'm married. Because I did it before, like, when I was in a backslidden state. So it was different. It was like, I'm saved now. I know better. No. So in any case, let me go ahead and continue with this uh, with this post. Um, First Thessalonians, I actually read that again this morning. First Thessalonians, uh, Thessalonians chapter 4, 3 through 5 speaks about avoiding sexual immorality and operating in, a, in an honorable manner to control yourself. Meanwhile, the ancestor Joseph literally had to run according to Genesis 39, 6, and 12, 6 through 12. So I'm giving you these scriptures so you can read it for yourself and you can read the whole thing so you can get the context of it. Um, James chapter 1, 12 through 5 speaks about being tested and tempted, but persevering through it. You have to persevere against your thoughts and the compromising opportunities presented to you, okay? Uh, brothers, and this is for my brothers. Obviously, this can apply to sisters as well, but I'm speaking specifically to my brothers. Brothers, I encourage you to create boundaries. Don't become another statistic. Don't allow someone, or basically don't allow a sister or a man, if that's the case, it's 2019. Don't allow someone to deliberately break down your defenses to get what they want from you and then play victim. Remember, King Lemuel's mother told him this in Proverbs 31.3. Don't spend all your energy on sex and all your money on women. They have destroyed kings. Big Sis said this, quote, some women just really want sex from you, hoping that it'll hook you. But after, they become disillusioned because what they really want is a guy to tell them no. It's much too important for me to waste time on you or anyone else. But that will make those you don't want want you more. Even people that you do want. The fact that you're saying no is going to make them try even harder. Like I said... That temptation, this is me saying this part. Like I said, that temptation hits differently when you aren't the one tempting. So um, I'm going to end it like that. And uh, I'm going to play a couple of clips from uh, Pastor uh, Jamal Bryant. And he's referencing um, 1 Samuel chapter 11. Is it 1 Samuel? I'm sorry, excuse me. It is 2 Samuel chapter 11. David has already become king and all that good stuff. And so, uh, just read the whole chapter. It talks about Bathsheba, which is Solomon's mother, and Uriah. And how all that stuff transpired. And it, it goes into good detail. So, I advise you to read it on your own. But check out some of these clips in reference to creating boundaries. 2 Samuel chapter 11. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to pay close attention to it. It's getting ready to help somebody in the room. 2 Samuel chapter 11. Hear this. Every man has to set up and live with some boundaries. A man with no boundaries has no order. A man with no boundaries has no discipline. A man with no boundaries is reckless. A man with no boundaries is out of control. Be careful, be careful not to get yourself mixed up with a man who has no limits. If he has no limit, hear me, you, my dear friend, will be an accessory. A man with no boundaries will never marry you. A man with no boundaries won't think twice about hollering at your friend. David, ladies and gentlemen, David has become a king, and he became a king, hear this, 
coming from nothing. Last we saw David, David's riding a John Deere lawnmower. He's cutting the grass out back and overnight he gets an upgrade. It's a dangerous thing to be promoted fast, to get access fast, to get wealth fast, to get power fast. Hear me, even if you're anointed, because if you get it too fast and you have not established boundaries, you're getting ready to make a spectacle out of yourself. And ladies and gentlemen, it, it would be my pleasure to report to you that at this point should be the end of the chapter. He finds out Bathsheba is out of bounds. She's married. She's spoken for. She's happy. But David has no boundaries. Because he has no boundaries, nothing's off the table. At the point that you are willing to sacrifice your position, your anointing, and your assignment, knowing you are out of place and out of order, you have missed your boundaries. So that I am not confused, not just men, every child of God needs boundaries. You look crazy messing with a married man. He's saying he gonna leave her, wait for the paperwork, wait for the paperwork. Oh, Y'all ain't talking back to me. They going through something, let them go through it. Everybody gotta have boundaries. You gotta set up some boundaries for yourself based off of what you found out about them. Do they have any integrity? Do they have any character? You cannot win with somebody who has nothing to lose. Oh, let, let me give it to you again. I said you cannot win with somebody who doesn't have something to lose. And you keep getting in bed with somebody whose mattress is on the floor. And, and at some point, you got to raise your expectation that even if they don't value who they are, you ought to value yourself enough to understand God has invested too much in me to throw it away with somebody who got no boundaries. Bernie Madoff, before he was arrested, was interviewed by Bloomberg and in Bloomberg he said what is the definition of greed and he said greed is having just a little more a lot of you don't even understand that you've been sucked in by greed because you have no boundaries you always want a little more and it doesn't even matter who you affect it doesn't even matter who you impact because you're so selfish about your own needs that you forget who it hurts and who it offends and whose life is on the line. A man, a woman with no boundaries does not think about other people's feelings. They don't care about other people's feelings. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care who's a casualty of their scheme of manipulation as long as they get what they want. Many of you, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that you have been a target of the enemy. You don't even know why the enemy's been trying to kill you. How the enemy is trying to kill you before you discover you are expecting. He, he's trying to wipe you out before you figure out what's growing inside of you that's going to have your name. If you really realize how much potential you had in you, you would understand why you under so much warfare and attack. But the enemy says if I can kill you before it comes to pass, 
peace. You'll never know the seed that has been released. But I'm here for a thousand of you who need to know in this Sunday morning service that the enemy been fighting like hell to kill you since June. But you keep coming through every attack because God has made such a valuable investment that he refuses to let the enemy wipe you out. And then think about what I was saying is like, now you're the one not trying to fall into temptation. You know what I'm saying? You're not the one tempting, but now you're being tempted. There's been plenty of times where that's happened to me. I had an ex-girlfriend. I had a couple of ex-girlfriends. But one ex-girlfriend was like, I was like, man, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about sex. I, wanna da -da -da -da. I don't because I know what's going to happen. Her thing was, oh, well, for real? Well, let me see how far I can get. And let me try to push you. Let me push the envelope. And it's like, why would you do that? When you have the audacity to say that you want to be with a man that's going to respect the fact that you don't want to have sex before marriage. You were conversating or dating or not like in a relationship dating, but just going on dates with other men that actually didn't care and wanted to push the envelope. Now you're saying, I don't want, you're saying, I don't want a man like that. I want a man like this. And now you have a man like this. And now you're deliberately testing that person. Like you shouldn't do that. Just respect the fact he's like, you know what? Okay. He wants to do it like this. This is exactly the type of man that I'm looking for. I'm not going to deliberately try him. Why would you do that for? But like men are guilty of that as well. But I ain't talking about the men. I'm talking about sisters in reference to a man trying to do right. You can't sit there and play victim. You it, it don't. That's not how. That's how. That's not how it works, y'all. You can't play victim when you're trying to intentionally tempt somebody, and then when they fall in temptation, it's oh my god, I can't believe he you. You initiated it. You wanted to get what you wanted from this cat. And so, um, as a matter of fact, I was telling, I, I can read this part because this is something that um, I was sharing with uh, a sister of mine. And I was giving her my, uh, just my personal, you know, experience of different things. And um, her thing, uh, what I was telling my, my sister was that I had an ex-girlfriend that literally said, um, I understand why these women left you. So, and this is what, and this is where it comes into boundaries, because basically, uh, my ex-girlfriend was trying to figure out why all these women left me, and I was like, and I remember telling her, I was like, even in my book, I said I came to the conclusion that I was just entertaining the wrong women. They didn't want what I wanted, or they wanted what I wanted, but they just didn't want it with me. They wanted other things from me, and so I'm going to read this real quick, and then we'll end it. So, and this is what I tell my sis. We entertain the wrong people. I can recall my ex saying that she understood why other women left, but never really explained it. But something I learned is that overall people want to get something out of you. Once they get what they want, or if they don't get it, then they'll, then they'll leave and have you looking foolish like something is really wrong with you. And I remember my ex said that like a couple weeks while we were friends. She was like, if you're in all these failed relationships, something must be wrong with you. Yeah, here's what's wrong with me. I was entertaining the wrong person that didn't want what I wanted. And now I'm looking stupid. Right? Don't get me wrong. No one is perfect. But even I have to take responsibility for the women I chose to entertain. I think that's why. And I'm not going to get into all that part. So I'm, I'm talking about myself. So back to what my ex said about why women left me. A lot of chicks I dated wanted what I wanted, but they didn't want it with me. Instead, they wanted to play. I wasn't raised like that. And, um, I don't know how many, oh, this is really fresh. As a matter of fact, another ex back in, this is recent, so I'm not going to say when, ended up hitting me up to have sex with her. She had just, she actually just got divorced. She just got divorced last year with the dude she cheated on me with, like, uh, the dude that she cheated on me with four years ago. Like, this really happened. 
Four years ago, she really didn't believe I was serious about marriage and thought that I was playing, but my words and actions proved that I wasn't in comparison to her now ex-husband. She still chose to be with her ex-husband knowing that he wasn't any good. So essentially, she wanted what I wanted, but she didn't want it with me. She wanted something else with me, and I still entertained her. I still, I'm guilty of entertaining somebody. So had I maintained my boundaries, you know, there's a strong likelihood that I, I probably wouldn't have been, I probably wouldn't have dated her. But I liked her so much, and I know what I wanted, and I know where my heart and my my head and my heart was at. But in her, in her case, she was like, he ain't for real. Yes, I am. You can see it. You knew it clearly. And we actually had a conversation like during this time, and it was recent. I told her, I was like, yo, I was serious. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you did. You did know. I don't know who lied to you and told you otherwise. Because meanwhile, the dude that you were with wasn't even showing no signs of being how I am. You know what I'm saying? Or being the type of man that I, I'm created to be. Didn't even want to do that. So even after he got married, he still showed that he wasn't the type of man that he that, that I am. So it's like, how did you? So, but, um. And I'll say, and this is what I share with my sis. Some people will try to make you feel bad or make you feel like a real horrible person via manipulation just so they can get what they can get from you. They know you're a good person, but you aren't good enough because you won't fall for the foolishness or you're fighting the desire to have sex with XYZ. And so with my ex-girlfriend, with another ex that said, I understand why these women left. The thing was that she, essentially she, I had a standard for myself. And I was trying my best to maintain that standard for myself. And it was like a feasible standard. Obey God. Don't operate in fornication or adultery. You know what I'm saying? Wait till marriage. Like, operating your gifts and callings of God. All this stuff. That was the standard. Right? That was the thing. That was the, that was the things that God has for me to operate in. And for her, it was pretty much like, no, dumb it down. Don't do that. I feel uncomfortable because you're here and I'm here. But I don't want to grow. I want to take you down with me. I don't want to step up even though i know i'm supposed to step up i'm not ready to i don't want to so i'm gonna make it seem like something is really really wrong with you so i can feel comfortable with where i'm currently at think about that think about how some and some sisters are listening to this so they're gonna feel some type of way so let me let me let me soften the blow a little bit think about how you're a certain way with your education or you're a certain way in the faith or you got all your stuff together and you're dealing with a man that ain't doing nothing. So he's going to try to talk to you and say, hey, nah, you know, that ain't fair. You know, I'm trying to da 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 And he's trying to bring you down to where he's at. But he actually isn't doing anything. Right? Initially, I was talking to my brothers, but now I'm talking back to my sisters because I know sisters are going to listen to this. So he ain't doing anything. So he's going to try to pull you down to his level versus him saying, you know what? She's a motivation to me. Let me step my game up. The same thing applies with the different women that I dated. So in, in one perspective, yeah, it made sense why they left me. I had women cheat on me or just we just broke up for whatever reason. Like some I broke up with or some they broke up with me. But it was more so like I wasn't giving you what you wanted. You tried to get what you wanted from me. And once you realized that you couldn't get it or you already got it from me, you know, oh, okay. Like matter of fact, I have an ex-girlfriend. I got so many exes. It's embarrassing. I have so many exes, y'all. It's so sad. It's so sad because I was entertaining the wrong women. I had an, I have an ex that literally cheated on me with a dude back in jail. And I was like, that make no that makes no sense. And when I caught her out on it, she's like, oh, you're gonna be meddling in something and get your little feelings hurt. So now you're telling on yourself, right? 
So then when I finally like broke up, broke up with her, her thing was, I mean, granted, I did compromise. She got what she wanted from me and then thought, oh, well, let me go back to this cat. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we ain't finna play that game because I don't play that. You're not finna just use me for what you want to use me for. And you know what I'm saying? You ain't on the same page as me. Y'all, I swear, this chick, after we broke up, I didn't speak to her for four years straight. This woman hit me up. I, I moved on with my life, dated other different people. She was still trying to hit me up. While she was in, while she was dating this this one particular cat, she was hitting me up. While she was engaged to the same cat, she was hitting me up. While she was married, she was trying to like contact me, and I was just like, Nah, bro, you don't, you only you you can sit there and you still want a certain thing from me. You want sex from me, and then you want the fact that I'm treating you right. You want that, but you don't want what I want. I want my wife to respect me. I want my wife. I want my wife. And if you're not trying to be that, then step. You know what I'm saying? And um, matter of fact, the same thing applied with the the ex that I was talking about with with the uh, that that guy, Mary. And so this is what I told my sis. Where I messed up at uh, back then was entertaining her. She was going to most likely marry the cat and go through all that hell. Whether I stepped up or not, rather, whether I stepped up or not, that's what I was trying to say. Even after she got married, a few months later, she still wanted to backtrack and cheat on her now ex-husband with me. Facts. I told her to stay away from me and then I didn't want any parts of that. But what if I had continued to entertain her? She thought I was mean, like, because I was just like, I put my foot down. I was like, nah, bruh. Even while we were dating, I was like, don't disrespect me. You're mean. And there are times where I had to, like, snap. I was like, yo, what's your problem? da 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 Chill the heck out. And there were times she was like, man, I don't, I don't like how, why you got to talk to me like that? Because you're disrespecting me, and I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not that type. Well, I don't like when you do that. Well, if you treat me right, you won't have to hear my mouth. You won't have to. I'm going to love you correctly. But if you keep thinking you can do whatever you want and think it's okay, like I'm supposed to be okay with it, that's not going to fly. Well, I don't like, oh, no, 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 no. If you got that man, if you got that type of energy right now, then keep that same energy so where, so where you know I'm going to love you, right? You ain't got to come at me sideways. And there was a, a plethora of times when she came at me sideways that had nothing to do with me, but it was everything to do with her baby father. So that's another thing. So, um, but I wasn't going to deal with uh, any foolishness with a chick that wants to play so you know and so I go into some other stuff I'm not gonna share my sissy's business and I uh, yeah I'm not gonna go into all that because I share some other stuff but um yeah that's pretty much it we as men have to create boundary as boundaries as well and I'm gonna say this brothers I'm gonna tell you the same thing my mother told me these are for the brothers that are actively sorry I hit my mic these are for the brothers that actively are trying to live right. These are for the brothers that have that have respect. Whether you're in the faith or not, you're a respectable, stand-up type dude. If you're not in the faith, I really pray that you come into the faith. Not into the religion, but into the faith. If you're a black man of the African diaspora, I, 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 I want to pour out my heart real, to you real quick and tell you this. That the Bible is literally our history book. Don't let these white people sit there and tell you anything different. Don't let our own people tell you something different. Read it for yourself and do research. I just want to share that to you real quick. We were told that we didn't really have any history before slavery. Now we're finding out and then all this other stuff. Do some research real quick. I talk about that in uh, episode one and episode two. 
Episode one allowed me to reintroduce myself, and I believe it's episode two, Judah and Black Love. So to my fellas of the African diaspora, the Bible is literally our physical, tangible history book of what happened to us. Excuse me. So, but in any case, oh, so basically, we have the bloodline of kings because we're Judah. Oh man, we have the bloodlines of kings. We have the, I'm going to say this again to my fellas, to my brothers in the faith, from a spiritual perspective, but also to my brothers in the vine being Judah. We have the, we literally have the bloodline of kings. We have the blood of kings in our veins, y'all. We really do. So I'll say this again, kings, even you must create boundaries. Because you don't want to find yourself getting caught up with the wrong type of woman. Right? Even like I said before, what I read in my in my post, even King Lemuel's mother put him on game about what type of woman to avoid. Now, if you have the mindset that I'm a good man, I'm gonna do my best to operate as a king, then you know I'm gonna desire, then I'm gonna have, you know what I'm saying? Um, um I'm gonna have a standard, I'm gonna have boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have certain expectations, realistic expectations as a man desiring a good wife. I'm not. If women can have those same have, have expectations, then why can't we as good men? Why should we tolerate disrespect? Why should we tolerate somebody wanting to play games with us? There's a lot of good. I, I told my sissy this and I'll say this. There's a lot of good men out there. And this is for my sisters in the faith. And my sisters in the African diaspora, there are a plethora of good men out there that actually desire you or love you. And then, but in particular, there is one particular man that needs you. So as kings, we need our wife. So anyways, I'm off that. I'm, I'm pretty much done. And uh, yeah, this is uh, Gerard Kenneth. Thank you again for tuning in to the Supposed to Be Different podcast. This is episode eight. Kings need boundaries too. Peace. Slow, slow, slow.